When you build a real estate team, understand it depends on you. We're going to keep spending money on marketing and admin, and we're going to give more, more of our commission away to other agents, and then we're just going to keep adding. But the key is how fast can you do the uncomfortable activity of spending money and putting a percentage back in into your business? Hey, this is Brian Eisenhower. Welcome to the show today. I'm talk to you. I'm going to try to do something a little bit unique today. I'm going to, I'm going to try to explain how to build a real estate team in 10 minutes. Okay. Again, this is not going to be the detailed blueprint. That's for sure. <laughs> but I do have a book called The High Performing Real Estate Team, which is probably the closest thing to a detailed blueprint that's in existence. It's one of the most detailed books on it you've ever you could ever imagine. It's called The High Performing Real Estate Team. Inman gave it the 2021 uh top real estate industry book of the war, uh, award of the year too, which was kind of cool. But I'm going to try to do it in 10 minutes, which is a little bit tougher to do. Um, there's a bunch of different ways I could do it. So I think I'm going to do it here in, in, in 10. But I do want to put it before I do that, I want to put a caveat on the beginning of it. Eisenhower Coaching's custom training suite is your company's own custom branded training website loaded with Eisenhower Coaching's powerful training courses for real estate agents, teams, and brokerages. With video lessons, audio lessons, downloadable course workbooks, scripts, tools, and systems, with quizzes and action steps for accountability and implementation, managers can also monitor agent performance with detailed reporting. Agents can earn certificates and degree designations abbreviated after their name in signature lines, online profiles, and marketing. Easily create your own customized courses for local topics like file compliance, MLS systems, contracts and disclosures, CRM training, and new agent orientation. Use ICC's course training materials in your own office training rooms with our downloadable and printable student workbooks, instructor's manuals, instructional training videos for each class lesson. The custom training suite is your own custom branded training system that is changing the game for real estate, teams, and companies everywhere. I'm going to assume, I'm going to make one big assumption, and that big assumption is that you don't want to put a bunch of money in to your team at the start. <laughs> Most don't, but, but we have had, I mean, you know, it, well, we do run a coaching consulting company where we coach uh, the majority of the highest performing real estate teams and, and, and brokerages uh, in North America. So we coach a lot of people and, and some of them do come in, you know, like I've, I've, you know, they all are different shapes and sizes, but I mean, it's not uncommon to say, Hey, I've got a lot of money. I, you know, I came out, I sold my business or my husband's a successful plastic surgeon or something like that. And, and I want to get going right away. And, and I want to invest some money and hire some people to start. And I know that, you know, that's going to cost me money and I'll probably lose money my first year. I've seen that done and I've seen it work. I've actually seen it. I've seen guys come in and say, Hey, I, you know, I'm willing, I want an insurance settlement or I, I got an inheritance or I got a pension or retirement or something. I got this much money to spend and I can invest this into it. So I've seen people do that to get there faster so they can get out of production quicker and, and be running on top of a business and not be in the sales business faster. It can happen and there's different ways to do it for different folks and different, you know, depending on what they're trying to do, where they live. And and, and that's why, I, you know, I think it's real important to, to stress when you talk about a real estate team, man, there's so many different structures and models. And they all work, man. I, we coach tons of them and they're all different animals. They're, they, you know, there's teams, there's brokerages, there's teamerages, you know, mega teams in the middle, you know, and there's all different types of structures of both of those. And, and quite frankly, as long as they're making, you know, good net income without a ton of work on the person that owns them, 
then I'm okay with them, you know? So I'm, I'm not like negative into one way or certain. I've seen lots of ways work. I've seen a lot of ways not work too. So I'm not okay with the ones that don't work. We don't want our people doing or teaching or, or doing anything to do with that. So we're going to assume you don't want to put a bunch of money into it. Okay. So that's the first thing. You don't want to put a bunch of money into it. You just want to play on the house's money, which means we're going to get into this thing and we're going to make money. And then as we make money, we're going to use some of that money we make to reinvest back into the team. And so we're going to grow it. And, and that's what actually makes team growth slower. You see, how do some teams get there faster? Assuming they didn't put a bunch of money in, which by the way, small teams don't. Most teams don't. Very few few teams come in and just put a bunch of money in. There just aren't a lot of people that have a bunch of money that choose to go that path. But it does happen. And I've seen it happen quite a few times, but it's, it's very much uh, the rarity. So for the most part, I'm going to assume we all just want to play on the house's money and grow at that rate. Well, then here's, here's the way it works. It's how fast you go. How, how do you build there? How do some grow faster than others? How do I build it? How do I structure it? Well, here's the problem. Here's why it's not easy. Because it is easy. The steps are super easy. I'm going to tell you how to do it. The problem is there are, there are two things that are hard. Okay, so they're simple. Everything in it is simple. I'll say that. It's not easy. It's simple. It's very easy to understand and follow but it's not easy to do. So building a real estate team is simple, but it's not easy because there's two uncomfortable things that you need to be able to do. And quite frankly, I'm happy that they're hard for you because that's what gives my existence, my professional existence credibility <laughs> is because you have a need for me. And it's what we're always trying to get. You know, I, All my coaches and consultants and all of our training systems, everything is designed to get our clients, whether it be leaders or their agents, to do one of two, hopefully both uncomfortable things. Number one, we try to get them to do uncomfortable activities, things they don't want to do, like things to get business. We'd all rather do customer service. We don't want to put ourselves out there and prospect and engage in sales forever. That gets exhausting, tiring, it's embarrassing and vulnerable, all that, all those terrible things. So we don't ever want to do uncomfortable activities. As leaders, we don't want to recruit. We want to attract. We want them to just come to us. Same thing in sales. We want them. So, you know, mix it. So how much uncomfortable you're willing to take speeds you up. You know what I mean? If you got to go slow and you have to wait for it to come to you, it's going to stretch it out. And that's true in lots of different avenues. That's fine. I'm okay with that. It works fine. Same with money. If you're going to spend, if you're going to invest less in marketing, then you'll, you'll get less and you will have less to invest and leverage and grow your team. But if you invest more, you'll make more. So as coaches, we're trying to say, do more uncomfortable stuff and invest more in your business, right? So we're always trying to get you to put like 10% of your GCI back into your marketing to bring you more leads. We don't want you to go over that, but 10% of your GCI is a lot for a lot of people, right? So we're always trying to invest in that. And then at a certain point, when you get up in production, we're trying to get you to hire admin. So we're always trying to keep your marketing and advertising up at 10% and your admin's probably somewhere around 10% of your GCI as well too. So we're always trying to get, those are your two big expenses, right? So that way you're selling more and you've got people servicing you and handling your marketing and handling your transaction coordination and all of those expenses. And then you've got marketing expenses. But to keep going, we do need to keep investing in that business. So, you know, a coach or a consultant helps you do that, tells you how much, right? And forces you to do it when you can't do it. You know what I mean? That's the hardest thing is I don't care who you are. It's no fun to do it. I don't care, I don't care how big of a company you run or have. It's no fun to, to keep increasing the marketing budget, right? So that's kind of the idea there. You got to stay focused on growth. So I don't care who you are. Some people will grow faster than others. 
So it's how quickly will you do the uncomfortable activities and how company will you spend money each time? And that's true each step. I mean, you, as a solo agent, you move up and you, you generate a lot of business, you get 30, 40, 50 transactions. You can't do any more yourself. So you got to start hiring people and personnel. And pretty soon you're going to bring on other buyer's agents and give them a split. And that costs money because you're giving them 50% of maybe some of your buyer size because you can only handle so much business. Getting past 100 transactions as a solo agent is, is, is crazy. I've seen it done, but it, it's brutal. So you got to start using people and run a business, stop being a warrior, being a chief, right? So how quickly can we get to that 100 homes and bring on some buyer's agent, sales agent? And then we got to go past that and bring on more agents and keep recruiting, but they don't want to sell and they don't want to work and I don't want to hire. So how quickly can we just keep growing and keep bringing on the ones that do want and not worry so much about the ones that don't work and cause drama and we keep growing or not, we don't want to do that. We want to worry about the people we've got first and make sure they're happy. So we're going to slow down that growth, slow down that more income slow down the, the path to getting to where I don't have to work as much. So every time you make those decisions, understand it's okay. But that's what coaches do. We try to get you a little bit more uncomfortable so you move a little faster to more income. Because you'll say you want those things. And it's simple. I can see them all. Let's do it. And then when you do it, oh, now all these, I don't want to spend money. I can't because of this. I can't because of that. Oh, I don't want to do that activity because of this. Or I can't because that doesn't work here. Or that doesn't work. All those things start moving up. So that's why it moves slow. It's always for the same reason. Any team growth is almost always because we stopped growing. We stopped and we started putting out fires and problem solving. Always. Or we were unwilling to leverage and we were going to just continue to do it ourselves so we didn't spend the money and reinvest it back in the business when we could. So that'll slow it down too. It's always one of those two things. So that's kind of the key because that's what we're going to keep doing. We can build that team. We can keep going from there, man. I mean, you've built a team in 10 minutes. I mean, but you can keep going. I mean, the team get bigger and bigger and bigger. I mean, but again, it's going to be more uncomfortable activity, more recruiting. You can recruit an, recruit an ISA division. Then you got to pay the ISA manager. Then you got to pay your ISAs. Then you got to pay the lead sources for them to convert. That all gets stressful, right? That's hard to do. When sales drop, when inventory's low, when mortgage interest rates go up or whatever's happening in your life, all of those things can occur and slow down that growth and give you reasons to not take one of those two uncomfortable steps, uncomfortable activity or spend uncomfortable money all the way to, all the way through. And you'll see that through slow markets when sales volume drops. You'll see team leaders do that. What they'll do is they'll say, hey, I mean, I'll grade people on this all the time, right? I'll say, hey, we go through a slow market, go through a year that's a little slower and sales production nationally goes down. So all the team's production, they feel it and things are a little bit different. And the ones, the agents that grow, there are agents that grow through it and, and teams that grow through it. And they're the ones that kept recruiting through it because they saw the agents getting disjointed and everybody's worried and all these wandering nomads. And they got out there and they recruited and they picked them all up and they grew. So they're actually, even though their their current agent size, let's say a team of 20 agents only sold 200 homes. Well, they grew to 40 homes. I mean, they grew to 40 agents during that slow year. So by the end of the year, heck, they actually sold 250 homes. They went up a little bit because they doubled their size. So the team actually grew because they actually hit the gas pedal and didn't sit around and put fires out all year. A lot of agents doing that too. They're getting back to work. They're rolling up their sleeves and they're prospecting as well too. And they're getting back to work. And that's what agents need to be doing. Leaders is a little bit different. Leaders, there's two, there's two levels of success. 
And I always say, so solo agents, you know, when, when sales volume's down, man, you got to get back to work. You got to roll your sleeves up. We got to do things to generate more business. Either got to do those activities or we got to spend some money or, or both, but definitely those activities, you know, and then we can get our business production back up or don't blame it. You, you know, you're just taking what the market gives you. It's gone down. So you're going to get a little less the way it works. Don't complain. You could have done something about it. You're only doing half the business, the customer service part. You're not doing the sales and marketing part. So if we can get back into the sales and marketing part, you'll be a leader. And then leaders, we have two issues right now. Like I, I'll give leaders an A plus or an A minus. A leader that gets an A minus is through a down market. So sales volume drops. What do they do? They roll up their sleeves and they go back to work. They get their listing count up. They go back to work. That's great. Okay. That's an A minus because you went back to work and you muscled through it you, and, you, and you put a little bit of the production on your back and a little of the income and the revenue that your business needs to get through this because sales volume drop yourself and you rolled your sleeves up. You might even get back to recruiting yourself if you don't have someone recruiting for you. Who knows? My leaders that get the A plus, believe it or not, they did something a little better. They, they, they weren't lazy, but they just kept recruiting and didn't get back into production themselves. They just did what that last example I gave you. They, they added 20 more agents and brought the production in from other agents. So they just kept leveraging. So they didn't have to give their time up and, and the business wouldn't get used to requiring them to sell over and over again. But that's scary. I mean, through a down market to just keep recruiting and hope that agent production, I mean, you bring on 20 agents, you got to assume only a small percentage of them is really going to bring you in production right away or succeed at all, really, for that matter. So that's risky. And that's like flying the plane a little low. It's kind of a little dangerous through a low market. You might have to put some money into your business. But the guys that did that and made it through didn't take any steps back in their team building either because they kept growing. So now they're much further than their goals. The people that actually didn't grow, that stayed the same size and rolled up their sleeves and got the A- minus because they went back to work themselves, now they have got to still come back and start growing that team again or build a team back up that they disintegrated, which is hard to do. And you just kind of give up on that. The other team, they're on their way, man. They're good. That team's producing itself. That agent that got out of production or got at least somewhat out of production doesn't, you know, is out. They made it through a bad market. Tested. The thing runs itself. So that's powerful. It's scary. And it's like, Eureka, I struck oil, but oh my gosh, it's scary to get there. So you gotta, you know, that's where coaching helps. And we kind of run you through those, but we had a lot of miracles occur when in down markets that way where you see things things happen and then businesses run themselves it's something i've had the privilege of doing as a business owner many a times with many of my businesses and, and a lot of our clients get to do and it's kind of this the the silver lining you know in a down market like wow but it held it together if it can make it in this market it's gonna be a lot of profit in the up markets that kind of thing so it's fun and it, it's a way to look at it so when you build a real estate team understand it depends on you we're going to keep spending money on marketing and admin, and then and we're going to give more, more of our commission away to other agents, and then we're just going to keep adding. But the key is how fast can you do the uncomfortable activity of spending money, putting a percentage back in to your marketing and your administrative support, and putting a percentage back in into your business and investing in your business to move forward too. And then doing some uncomfortable stuff, making some crazy hires, letting go of business, hiring other managers, hiring other agents, letting go of buyers, letting go of sellers, all of that scary stuff. That's uncomfortable activity too. It's not just lead generation. So how fast can you do it? Depends how fast you grow your team. I did get it to you in 10 minutes. I just tend to talk a little bit longer after that. So I hope you appreciated it. And we'll see you guys on the next show. Thanks again.
Thanks for listening to the Brian Eisenhower podcast. You can learn more about ICC at EisenhowerCoaching.com. That's I-C-E-N-H-O-W-E-R.com. You can also enroll in one of our many online courses at ICCOnlineLearningCenter.com. That's ICCOnlineLearningCenter.com where you'll find the most expansive real estate training library in the industry. We also offer custom training portals for real estate teams and brokerages looking to give all of their agents access to our expansive course list of courses and training systems. Some companies even take it one step further by purchasing versions of our courses and systems that are white label branded to their specific real estate organizations. Also, be sure to subscribe to Eisenhower Coaching's YouTube channel to watch new video content that we put out each and every week. And again, be sure to join the fastest growing Facebook group for top performing real estate professionals by searching for the Real Estate Agent Roundtable Group. With all of that said, thank you again for joining us today and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Brian Eisenhower Podcast.